Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast one more time today. Um, now it's time to do a review of a movie I saw on Friday night called Countdown. The Halloween, I guess you could say, themed movie this year is Countdown. Because um, uh, Doctor Sleep don't come out till November, so this is the last horror film of the Halloween season. So, uh, get right into the plot, um, then I'll get... Give who's in the movie, the scores, what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. Give my score. You know how it goes. You know how we do things here at the Markout Movie Podcast. So here we go. When a nurse downloads an app that claims to predict the moment a person will die. Hmm. It sounds a lot like, uh, what was that movie called? The Ring? <laughs> it tells her she only has three days to live. With a clock ticking and a figure haunting her. She must find a way to save her life before time runs out. Uh, so that's your basic plot. Um, I'll give you the cast now. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Lale plays Quinn Harris, who does an amazing job in this movie. I, I give her credit. She is a, she's really good. Jordan Calloway from Riverdale fame plays Matt Monroe. He does a pretty good job when, with what he's given. Talithia Bateman plays Jordan Harris, the younger sister of Quinn. She she's pretty good in the movie as well. Peter Fessinelli uh, plays Doctor Sullivan. I will get to his character when I give my thoughts of what I liked and what I didn't like, because he's in kind of in both. Uh, Annie Winters plays Courtney. I want to say she's the first victim. I want to say Dylan Lane plays Evan. I think he's the boyfriend of the first victim. Uh, to China, Arnold plays Nurse Amy, forgettable character. Tasa Gur plays Derek. I liked him. But I don't know. Rachel may have been the first victim. Lana McKissack plays Rachel. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Matt Lester plays Charlie, the father, who's basically a forgettable character as well. P.J. Byrne plays Father John. I'll get to him as well. And Valente Rodriguez plays Father David. I will get to him as well. So basically, this is your your cast. And basically, what happens at the beginning of this movie? Um, well, I mean, I'll get to the scores. Uh, IMDb gives it a five point three out of ten. Um, Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter gives it a twenty eight percent, and the audience score right now is at seventy one. So most people in the audience did enjoy the movie enough now me here we go so the beginning of this movie you're at a party all these people are downloading this app it tells you when you're going to die so this girl i do not remember her name i don't know if it was courtney if it was rachel i want to say courtney but maybe it wasn't anyway she downloads the app it tells her she's gonna die in like three hours i think anyway her boyfriend downloads the app too and we don't find out when he's gonna die. But anyway, she doesn't. She thinks he's drunk. Doesn't want to drive because she's afraid she's going to die. Um, so this plays plays a lot like Final Destination and The Ring. I mean, and you can name any other spirit movie out there. I think the one that I think of the most is probably Lights Out. That comes to mind. I feel like you get a little bit of Lights Out. You get a little bit of Final Destination. You get a little bit of The Ring. 
you know, maybe even The Grudge a little bit. You, you get Darkness Falls, if people remember that. Um, you get a little bit of the... I feel like it's kind of, it feels like a 90s, early 2000s kind of film. Um, you get that feel from it. Uh, but anyway, she ends up... She doesn't drive with her boyfriend. She ends up walking home. And... And she, something grabs her when she's in the bathroom and drops her and she breaks her neck on the bathroom, on the the, the, the tub. And uh, you find out her boyfriend was in a car accident. See, she didn't ride in the car or the truck with her boyfriend and it lost her some time. If you don't follow the guidelines of the, the app, you lose time. So, um... I know this is kind of a spoiler, but I, I have to spoil it, I guess. Um, so, so she loses time. He ends up being in a car wreck. She would have died if she would have been in the car with him. And uh, he ends up in a hospital. He's got like a broken leg or something. Uh, uh, and uh, he, so he's telling this nurse about it, about this app. So he's got to have surgery, and the time it says he's going to die is when he's going to be in surgery. So, and I, I forget, he avoids something, and uh, ends up losing time. And he ends up in a stairwell, and he thinks he sees his dead girlfriend, and he dies. You know, he dies a horrible death. Uh so the nurse is with the other nurses and the doctor, Sullivan, and they're all talking about this app. And she realizes, you know, the, the boy she was talking to had died, who was afraid, who had downloaded the app. So she downloaded the app. She's supposed to die like in three days, like it said. And while she was uh, in a room with the doctor, he makes a move on her, and she says no. And he's like, come on, don't be a tease or whatever. And so he makes a move on her. And it it, it kind of goes with what's been going on in Hollywood. Um, he's tr he then tries to get her suspended and fired, and it's it's a pointless subplot for a movie about a nap. <laughs> it just it really was. Uh, but the, I mean, Peter Fascinelli did a good job playing this character. It just it felt pointless. Um, it really did. It felt pointless. Um, but, you know, I'm going to not try to spoil too much more. I will say uh, PJ Byrne, Father John, who, he's a, he's a priest that's got, ta he's, he's got tattoos. He's, he's excited about demons being real. He's never seen one. And he, he he's, he's a comedian, comedic relief, so to speak, which I hated. I hated that the priest was there for comedy. It's because it, parts of this movie, they take it serious. Other parts, they're trying to be funny, trying to be comedy. They're trying to be happy death day is what I feel. And it just didn't work for me. Some parts worked. I'll tell you what, the one that worked. The character Derek worked, who is the phone app guy, who's the, who's the phone tech guy, uh, Tom Segura. He worked. He was funny. He, he, I enjoyed his comedy because it, it actually made sense. He has to deal with rude customers all day. If you deal with rude customers all day, you, you snap back at them. You, you know, 
it's not that his character is funny. It's just how how you would do it. Because I've worked in retail myself, and I've would snap back at the customers. I would be a, essentially a smartass t- towards them. So it makes sense for me for his character to be that way. But for Father John, it made no sense to me. Uh, just trying to be funny. Because I felt this movie didn't know what it wanted to be. Did it want to take itself serious or did it want to be a comedy? Uh, it, it, it's a mixed bag of both. It also tried to be Final Destination. It tried to be uh, The Ring. It, it, try, it, just, it tried to be so many different films instead of having its own identity. Now, is that a letdown for most people? I think it will be. I think you'll go in and watch this movie and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's trying to be so much. Another problem I have with this movie is the Matt Monroe character, Jordan Kelly. When they're in the, 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 the store of the phone tech guy, he's there. And he's, he's hearing her talk about this app. She can't delete it. And he's like, I have the same problem. There's no backstory to him whatsoever. You don't know who this guy is. He just shows up. And then they have try to have some kind of romance between the two characters in like a couple of days. It's just not believable from my point of view. It's just it's just not. And um it's just not. Uh it, it really wasn't. It wasn't believable uh from my point of view. I felt this script was very thin. The characters were very thin except for Quinn Harris. And maybe Jordan Harris a little bit. Um but everyone else Thought they were thin characters. You know, just very thin. No real story development. Uh, you get a little backstory with Matt at, and <laughs> at the very end. I can't say much more because I'll spoil the movie. I might as well. Spoilers. Before he dies. <laughs> uh, again, spoilers. 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 I, I, uh, you should, I'm going to write down this is a spoiler review. Before he dies... He gets some backstory with his brother. Now he's told a little bit about his brother that he took his toy. So this demon uses that against him because they're in a circle. It's it's like supernatural in a way. They they salt the circle and you know they gotta stay in that circle. And it's like they copy things from movies, TV shows. It's just you know I don't know. I just I couldn't get over the fact that I was watching a movie that I felt like was copying every other movie I've seen. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this is going to be like Final Destination. I'm cool with that. It will be f- a fun film about, you know, escaping death uh, within a phone app. I thought, but no, that's not exactly what it is. It's, they're bringing a demon, and it, 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 it's like the nun. I'm not the nun. I keep on saying the nun for, what's, for whatever reason. It's not like the nun. It's like the ring. The ring, the nun, grudge, the grudge. They all start with a V. <laughs> Damn you, V. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not, I didn't have a problem with the phone app coming to get you, but then, now it's a demon using a phone app to kill you, uh, to take you to to hell. I'm so, I mean, I, I, it's taking your souls. I mean, I don't know what it's. Is it Freddy? Is it what's it doing? I mean, what is the? Well, I wanted. And then they did something where they find out what the demon is and what he used to do back in the day. And I'm like, I'm, and inside I'm like, why did you go this route? It just felt for me like it was getting worse as it was going. Now I enjoy the horror aspect of this movie. I did enjoy it. It was fun. I thought that was fun. 
But the storyline throughout the whole movie, and Beth will disagree with me throughout this whole film. She liked this movie. She'd probably give this movie a 4 out of 5. Not me. I, I had some issues with it, but I do feel it's a watchable movie. It's, I think it's a very watchable movie. I think you could have fun in this movie. I think if you're like me, though... And I try like to, I try like to, I try honestly to like everything. I I want to love everything I go see. I do, and I do. I honestly do. But I I just can't in this situation give us a fresh review um, because it's trying too hard to be everything else instead of being in itself. If you just stuck with a phone app, it, it, it's somehow killing you. I don't know, maybe a demon's inside that phone app or some kind of spirit's inside the phone app, you know, that that's killing it. Because kind of, if you could have did it like Final Destination, because that's what I thought I was going into. I thought I was getting a film like Final Destination with a phone app. And I was okay with that, uh, but that's not what I got at, at all. I mean, there's times it reminds me of Final Destination, there's times it reminds me of, like I said, Lights Out, there's times it reminds me of The the Ring, it's uh, times it's Darkness Falls, or late 90s, early 2000s kind of style of horror. It just, for me, it just didn't work overall. And the doctors, they, they made him like this villain, villainous character, which don't get me wrong, I mean, what he was doing was very wrong. Uh, but they try to they try to kill him because if you kill someone before their death, it breaks the curse. And I'm like, I've seen this so many times. It was it was like nothing new. And usually I do not have a problem with that. But for this film, I did, and I didn't hate this movie by any means. I mean, it's it's a very watchable movie, but it does have flaws. And if you're okay with the flaws, you'll be okay with the movie. Uh, but if you can't get over the flaws, and some flaws I just couldn't get over, um, you're not going to like it too much. Now, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say I hated this movie. I think it's a watchable movie. I think it's a movie for me that if I never see it again, I'm okay. You know, I, I won't rush out to go watch it again. Now, Beth probably will buy it and we'll watch it in five, ten years. (laughs) But... For me, it's not a movie I, I can see again. And I'll, I'll be perfectly fine if I never see it again. Because I've seen it before. You know, it's kind of those movies you've seen before. And they 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 set it up. Okay, here's the ending, right? I'm not going to tell you what happens at the ending. But I'm just going to say they set it up. I, I might as well, right? But I'm not going to. But <laughs> they set it up for a sequel. Uh, like... The, the app comes like a 2.0 or something. And they, they set it up for a sequel. And they have a mid-credit scene. You think it's going to have something to do with a possible sequel, but no, no, it doesn't. This actually happens around the time uh, they're 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 trying to kill the doctor. I'm I'm, I'm thinking uh, the tech guy. It comes for the tech guy because he helped them, and it kills him. And you know, and after it kills Matt, the priest is never seen again. I'm like, where did he go? he's helping these people, yet he doesn't follow them to the hospital. He just stays? What? It just, it's like, they rush this script. It's paper thin, I'm telling you, these characters are paper thin, and I honestly didn't care much for the movie. Uh, It just had too many flaws for me. Yeah, it just had too many flaws. Um, 
I can't give it a fresh score, but I don't know it. It costs six point five million. It's currently at ten point seventy two million. So we possibly could get a sequel. I don't know if you get a sequel theatrically, but you could get one like streaming somewhere. I I, I like like I don't know. This is kind of like I don't know. Like maybe something like Bye Bye Man. It's, uh, I don't know, if you, I, you may enjoy it, you may not, you, you, it's subjective, like, I like Bye Bye Man, I first saw it, it was awful, but I enjoyed it, it was like, so bad it's good, type film, this movie should have picked whether it wanted to be a comedy or straight up horror film. If they wanted to, it's like sometimes it's really cheesy, sometimes it's not. It's just, it's it's all over the place what it wants to be. And I think that's the main reason why I didn't enjoy it as much as Beth did, or I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. It's because I, it's, it just was all over the place. At times it was serious, at times it was cheesy, at times it was comedy. It, it just, it was all over the place. It wanted to be Final Destination, it wanted to be The Ring, I mean, it wanted to be Darkness Falls, it wanted to be Lights Out, I mean, it just wanted to be all these films that came out before it, instead of being its own thing. And like I said, Happy Death Day's in there too, with the comedy aspect of it, it's just there, I, you can't ignore that. And I think that one of the main reasons why it's like Final Destination is because they're waiting for their death, and they're trying to escape their death, and... But trying to you know break that curse, but and I I mean I was okay with that, but before I went and seen it, <laughs> like I figured that's what it was gonna be, him trying to escape death, escape the phone app death, but I don't know the way that it was just perceived the way it, I don't know it just it didn't hit me where I wanted wanted it to and I just can't give it a fresh score. I'm going to give my score now, though. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5 markouts. The reason I am, because it is a watchable film. Quinn Harris, the character Quinn, Elizabeth Lail, is fantastic in her role. So, I mean, if they do a sequel to this movie, if, if it does get one, and she's in it, I will go back and watch it. She can get me there. Now, if Tom Segura would have lived and, as Derek, and he would have made the sequel, I would have been there. I really liked his character. I really did. And if P.J. Byrne returns for a sequel playing, playing Father John, I hope he dies in the opening scene. I don't know. I just didn't like him. I, did, I didn't like the priest being funny. I, you know, I just didn't. Um, uh, you know, but... Uh, and, and of course, Doctor Sullivan ends up going to prison, and at the end of the movie, it's like he gets arrested for you know, women come forward. It's kind of like what's going on in Hollywood, though. The women have come forward, and you know, they they played this in the movie. It was an unnecessary subplot, but they went that way with it, and I it didn't serve a purpose in my opinion. But you know, that's the direction they went with the subplot with these characters and. I feel that he could have been a bigger character than he was. And they could have wrote him differently. And he could have been helping them. And I would have preferred that than what they did. But, you know, that's the direction they went. Social commentary about sexual harassment. And, I mean, I get it. 
it's what's in today. It's, I'm, it's sad to say, but it, it is. It goes on a lot today, which is sad and, and shouldn't. But it's what it's what it's what it's what the world is right now. I mean, sadly, you know. But yeah. So that's been my review. A two point five out of five. I think it's a watchable movie. But other than that, I think you're gonna forget it in a day or two. Uh, I, I don't think you're gonna remember this movie. And, uh, like, I've probably forgotten some things that happened in the movie because it's not a very memorable, memorable film. It's, it's just not. Uh, by next year, I think we'll all forget that Countdown existed. And unless they do a sequel, <laughs> then we'll be like, oh, yeah, they made a movie. Then we watch, then that's how Beth gets me to watch it. If they do a sequel, that's how she gets me to watch it because she'll pick it and I'll have to watch it again and I'll probably, I'll either really like it a lot more or I really will hate it more and... I don't know. I don't think on my own I'll revisit this film. I don't think a lot of people would revisit this film. Uh, but, you know. But I don't know. It's got a 71% audience score, so maybe they would. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm in the minority with the audience. I agree with the critics. <laughs> I hate that I agree with the critics, though. It makes me upset. <laughs> but anyway, that's been my review of Countdown. I this weekend we like I said in the previous podcast, we are seeing Terminator Dark Fate, which I am so pumped for. It actually has a sixty eight percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. It is the first Terminator to have a positive review in my opinion, I think. I'll look it up. But I'm pretty sure Terminator hasn't had a positive review. Since uh, since a Terminator Two, yeah, Genesis got a twenty-seven percent uh, audience score was fifty-three. Well, eventually, me and Aaron or Sean on Action Junkies will have to review the Terminator series. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like I mean Aaron would really want to do that. Um, but I don't know. I, Maybe not. Uh, see what Salvation got. Salvation, I believe, got 33% Rotten Tomatoes, 54% audience score. Audience just are not loving the Terminators. <laughs> Which I, I feel the last two films have sucked. I really do. I, I did not like Salvation, and I, I hated Genesis. And then Terminator 3. Okay, Terminator 3 actually. But the audience hated this movie. Terminator 3 actually got 69% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score, though, 46. So the audience has generally not liked the Terminator film since Terminator 2, I believe. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine it's getting a bad score. But we'll see. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 93%. And audience score, 94. Uh, then I'm going to write the Terminator in. Uh, I mean, well, here's what you, I could have done. This has been easier. Terminator Dark Fate right now is at 68%. I expect that to kind of go up a little bit. Uh, Genesis, 27%. Salvation, 33%. Uh, Terminator 3, 69%. Uh, Terminator 2, 93 The Terminator, 100%. Uh, <laughs> Look, I just feel like this is a big film. I'm not sure. 
if it's going to make money. But I feel like the hype is kind of there compared to what it was four years ago, I think it was. I think it was 2015, maybe in 2016. But I feel like the hype is there this, this time around. Uh, it's gotten really good reviews from certain critics that I do listen to. Um, I am so pumped for Terminator Dark Fate, though. Uh, it's supposed to start a new trilogy, but with these 30, 40 year laws of term of franchise films, you never know what's going to happen with it. But if it, I hear that it doesn't actually set up a sequel though. It could end here. So, I mean, if it does, it, we get a good trilogy out of it because, hey, it's not in the thirties or forties or 50%. It's in 68. I expect it to go up. I mean, I expect the audience to really love this movie. I, I just feel, I've felt this since the beginning, since James Cameron came back on board, since they hired Tim Miller to direct it. I know I'm going overboard. I'm not even talking about Countdown anymore. Talking about Terminator, which is, I'm so excited to see. I feel like this is, and I think I'm going to do an episode Thursday uh, of Terminator, uh, how excited I am. And But, I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be a great movie. I feel like, I feel like it's going to go back to the basics. We're going to get that original feel of the Terminator back, and I just I can't wait for it. I really I'm I'm excited for it. I was supposed to go with my brother, his wife and keep with it. Just didn't work out. We were supposed to go on Saturday, it just didn't work out. So me and Beth are gonna go see it Friday night, and I'm excited for it. I, I'm so pumped for this movie. Oh my god, I'm pumped. And this weekend I'm taking to see my son to see Arctic Dogs. So I'm excited for that too. Michael Madsen's in that movie. Michael Madsen, all right. I like Michael Madsen. Uh, I haven't seen him in a have a decent role in a movie without Quentin Tarantino's help in a long time. So um, I'm excited for his role in Arctic Dog. It's an animated film, I know, but still, like, I hope it gets a little bit of resurgence. But I mean, I'm I'm really excited uh, about this weekend. Terminator, Arctic Dogs, pumped. But anyway, that's been my review for Countdown. Uh, uh, for the people that have went and seen it and enjoyed it, um, kudos. I'm glad you did. Beth's in there with you, cheering that, cheering that on. I just, I thought it was okay. At the end of the day, I thought it was an okay. I think it's a watchable movie, but nothing memorable about it. Which is sad because I was actually kind of excited to see it, even though the trailers came out. There was no really, you know, promotion for this movie. Um, I had a friend that didn't even know what it was. She never heard of it. So, uh. But, anyway, that's been my review of Countdown. Uh, like I said, probably Thursday, I'm going to review Black and Blue. If I go see it tomorrow. If I don't go see it, I won't review it. But, uh, I'll try to review that Thursday. Um, but anyway, this has been my review of Countdown. So, until next time, thank you for listening. And good luck. Not sure what I'm wishing you good luck for in life, I guess. But, anyway, enjoy your day. <laughs> I'm out. Peace.